Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Shizno 4 Season 14, Episode 4. Rube Goldberg Injury Machine. I am Dimples. This week on Red vs. Blue, Private Jimmy has a special appointment. Church arrives in Blood Gulch. Griff and Simmons make their first impressions on Sarge. And Agent Florida trips over a power cord that has an unknown effect on Vic. Here putting in their sixth members of the reinforcement list are Ilana. Everybody saw it coming, and he wasn't gonna throw away his shot. Everyone give it up for Alexander Hamilton. Nereal. The sixth and final person on Vic's list of people to totally invite to Blood Gulch is Locus, who is secretly the meta. Chirby. So you really want to know who number six is? Vic himself is number six. He's always got your back, Dudorino. Zalia. Kimball, but she was entirely too competent to be sent there. Sunday. Final member of the roster is the late and wholly unlamented Private Joannis. And Daft Prodigy. Through a horrific mix-up, number six on the list is actually Malcolm Hargrove. Thoughts on the episode. It was very blue and I had to rend my breath. Very dark and Rain had to hold his breath. (laughs) (laughs) My thought on the episode is it is finally, it is great to be one of those people who are finally vindicated by just how creepy Florida is. Yeah. yeah. This whole trilogy's been like so fridge horror. It's like, oh, lighthearted and joking. And then suddenly it's like, oh God, that's really quite scary. Private Jimmy got beaten to death with his own skull. This is the thing that's always been kind of creepy about Florida is that like, you have Wyoming who's kind of deliberately has all these genteel mannerisms and contrasted with, you know, him running around shooting people. But you kind of get the idea that Florida genuinely doesn't see the weirdness. Yeah, yeah. Like he genuinely doesn't see why you should be polite to someone before you snap their neck. (laughs) Cockfights. It's it's because he gets along so well with Omega, you know? But the thing about Florida that I really love is something I've been wanting to see for a long time is just Wyoming has so much fun being a villain. And it's good to see that Florida embraces the same over the top love of villainy. Like, it's so good. Oh yes, total ham. Gosh darn it, they may be horrible people, but that and, and you may be trying <laughs> they to enjoy them. You may be trying to eviscerate them, but that's no reason to be rude about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is actually my theory about why uh, why Florida misses with that axe in season ten, I wanna say. I don't think he was actually trying to hit anybody with the axe. I think he just thought he it would be polite to give their axe back. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just rude. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I don't know if it was a, a retcon or what was always planned, but the the whole thing with Jimmy and 
the this doesn't seem physically possible with the skull because that's that's been sort of like a running gag I'd say with the the series you know with people sort of getting hurt you know the oh the the back of my head oh the front of my face and this doesn't seem physically possible and now it's like oh he was actually just given a 30 second horrific AI implantation procedure that completely wiped his personality from his body well huh. and, and just like the worst part of like that whole thing is that church on some level remembers it so not only at this point has he been tortured but now he has these like weird ass memories of jimmy being tortured yeah. <laughs> like yeah. his life is pain i just i just want to give him a hug man now, yes. that, he, now that we have a confirmed human body that is huggable yeah. i want to give that Ooh. one a hug i was gonna say though it does open up the question about text does text have a human body? Who the fuck is in there? She sparks. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does spark. Augmented human body. Yeah, but CT puts a yeah. knife through her arm and into her back, and she's not even remotely faced. Okay, but she's an AI, so she doesn't actually feel pain. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I think that I, I think that Tex was always a robot, but it makes more clear that Project Freelancer, even when it comes to dealing with its sim troopers, has very clearly no real ethical boundaries. Oh, as Wash noted, they put a freelancer-style neural net into all Project Freelancer personnel, which so, is kind of weird yeah. to do. Yeah, they were all potential. Yeah. I mean, don't all but UNSC like, soldiers get neural implants of some level? They it, do. It's implied in the series that the ones that Project Freelancer use are heavily modified. Which makes sense. Yeah, but, but in the case of Jimmy, they essentially killed him by deceiving him over what they were about to do. And that's disturbing as frick! (laughs) There are totally parts of the brain that you could do that with, and Church being an AI as he is might just be able to use different portions of the brain for function. I was just like, no review board would approve this. (laughs) I mean, they were going to get rid of Jimmy anyways, right? Because he was there on Sidewinder. He he saw what happened. So Jimmy was pretty much doomed from the start. Oh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. How many people did they mm -hmm. go through before they figured out that they could do this as well? So I was actually thinking about this and like, it's possible it was just Jimmy. And I think that would be a little bit of a relief that they only killed one innocent person in the name of giving Alpha a meat puppet. I mean, um, to use (laughs) Sam's wonderful phrasing. Florida's waxing eloquent implies that it was just the one. I don't know. Florida seemed to have that speech down pat. Makes me think he's given it more than once. Yeah, it, it'd be a con- but then, then they would. All of the previous tests would also be, to some degree, unsung heroes. Why does a malfunctioning Vic choose the blood gulch replacements he does? I think he just flips one bit and he took the do not send under any circumstances list and turned it into the do send right now list. And obviously Caboose would be top of the list because Caboose has an established history of team killing. And the last thing they want to do, as Vic mentions, is have anybody in that canyon get shot. So Caboose Mm. is first. I don't know what Donut did to get on the list. I'm sure he deserved it. I mean, Donut is really good at tossing. Yeah, Caboose is good working with machines and we don't want Alpha to know he's a machine. That's a good point. Mm. And we, we they can't send Griff's sister because they can't have Griff actually caring about something. And Andersmith, I suppose, if Cornelius Andersmith is anything like John Andersmith, he's just way too good. He's too loyal. He's too, he's too respectful. He would be too good of a soldier. They couldn't possibly send him. Or, you know, he would die and Caboose would mourn him. He while, would die heroically. While uh, dehydrating bullets. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of dehydrating 
people is I just imagine him putting up the like a popcorn popper. What if what if Vic picked based on what he thought would be fucking hilarious? Yes. That's yeah. personally my theory that. on it, is that he picked out of what he thought would be the most entertaining for him to watch. I do have a theory, and that is that instead of sending Project Freelancer personnel, Vic accidentally moved over one line in the spreadsheet to the siblings of Project Freelancer personnel. Begin lightning round. What else changed about Vic when Florida tripped over that wire? Vic now has perfect pitch. He doesn't care to use it, but he does have it. <laughs> it's just good for him to know. He uses it to intentionally be off key. Yes, yes, that was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> just and not a whole lot off key just a little bit off key i think that cord that got broken was the tube that got cut for his vasectomy hey story checks out if i may originally i believe that vic was meant to be like a bro dude bro but then the wire got cut now he just says dude and bro all the time <laughs> <laughs> like they were supposed to have like this butch like super dude bro call them on the phone whenever they needed something and now it's just like <laughs> ever since the don't say that since, too he, fast. since the wire was tripped over he has a terrible allergy to cats he's not entirely <laughs> sure how that works i think vic lost his audio feed so it just looks like a bunch of helmets bobbing up and down <laughs> <laughs> what other terrible accidents has Florida considered and discarded to account for church passing out and losing memories. Okay, so there was like a bucket and somebody was washing the floors, so he stepped in the bucket and then he started going down, but there were stairs, so now he's going down the stairs. But then there's like a cart, so he lands on the cart and the cart starts rolling. <laughs> And it's like rolling around the base. It's rolling around the base. And then Tucker dropped like a bookshelf and the bookshelf fell. So he goes flying. He goes flying out the base and head first into red base. And then red base has a cart. So he goes all the way back to red base, all the way back, and then hits his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain this is a reference to something, but man, it's did like that fly over. It's just, it's, just, it's just a freaking Rube Goldberg injury machine. <laughs> Didn't you notice the mound of banana peels in the corner of the room? Well, they were supposed to be there, but you know, the delivery didn't make it to Blue Base because Griff stared at, staged a daring one-man mission to acquire all of the food. So Florida had to come up with something else. Wait, so you're telling me that Griff actually ate something that was good for him? No, he ate food. Any food. This is Griff. This is a man who drinks barbecue sauce. So I think that Florida said to Church, Hey Church, you know those dreams when you look down and you're not wearing any pants? You did that in real life! I had to knock you out to save you from the embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> very polite of him! See? Yes, it's very polite of him. <laughs> Are we making all of these polite jokes because of how Florida behaves or because his voice actor is Canadian? Because his voice yes. actor is Canadian? <laughs> yeah, Ed Robertson is very much Canadian, but now he lives in Austin. I did not know this fact. He's the, he's he's the, the, the most adorable the Canadian accent. Ladies. Oh. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Are you serious? Yes, that's why I use yeah. the, the banana thing, cool. because there's a song called Another Postcard with Chimpanzees, and the bananas led me there. <laughs> well, today I learned something. 
<laughs> now, what are you gonna do with that information? Imagine Florida in the shower nothing. singing any bare naked lady song. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I mean, I was, I, I, I was, I was going to gloat about us filling your brain with useless information, but now you've come up with a use for it, and I can't anymore. So thanks for that. Oh, trust me, my brain is well stocked with useless. Information. You know, the bare naked ladies were actually responsible for a chocolate liqueur in Canada. It's called uh, Crazy Monkey. I have a bottle. I had a bottle of it. It was great. There you go. What? Useless oh. information. Huh. <laughs> well, that yeah. happened. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> what other ludicrous memories did Church synthesize from Private Jimmy? Church is pretty certain he had his tonsils removed. Twice. It's very confusing, okay? <laughs> and he's, he's, he's also had his wisdom teeth removed one and a half times. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Sidewinder is cold. So I think what Church internalized from Jimmy was that the alas poor Yorick scene in Hamlet makes him cry and he doesn't know why. Oh. <laughs> I just want to give. I just want to give all the AIs giant hugs. They, I can't protect them. I, I'm kind of thinking that uh, Church has very, very clear memories of, of going to a thrash metal concert and is really confused because he doesn't like it. <laughs> what other possible shenanigans could Griffin Simmons get up to in the Vegas quadrant? Listen, they were drunk. And that marriage license was so bogus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the obvious one. I maintain that they've been married since basic training. <laughs> that's the yeah. one thing that happens in Vegas that doesn't stay in stay Vegas. Vegas yeah. Because it's, because it's a contract. Yeah. No, no, no. They clearly got married in basic training because otherwise they were worried they would be assigned to separate bases. And Simmons read the the army handbook and noticed that there was a loophole where married partners can get the same assignment. So they got married. I, I, I just would like to bring up the point that Daft named that like one section of the show the Vegas Quadrant after like a, a comment about the Vegas Quadrant from Griff earlier in the season. I'm just series. so happy. I'm so, so like, happy. Now that it's coming back, like in story. episodes, I'm like, is this going to be a thing? <laughs> I, I like to think that they, they both got mistaken for a pair of notorious jewel thieves and, and inducted <laughs> into a, 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 a heist and they're the only two who survived. Well, I kind of think what's going to happen is they go to the Vegas Quadrant and the first day they get into a big like married couple style fight because they don't want to follow, like Griff doesn't want to follow Simmons' schedule, but then to prove his love the next day they follow Simmons' schedule and like Griff has even laminated and printed out the schedule and like brings it for Simmons and but it was so boring and it was just... <laughs> the things you do for love man <laughs> Simmons sweet. definitely tries to pull some like MIT blackjack team shenanigans except that he <laughs> sucks at it lightning round complete what would shooting a correctly remembering church have accomplished so I don't think it was actually a gun gun in that, you know, it's going to kill anyone way. <laughs> a gun gun? Shush, shush, shush. So I don't think that it's, I don't think it's a dangerous gun. I think it was going to be like a tranquilizer dart or something so that they could safely eject him under like 
supervision because if they had just shot Jimmy and then yanked him out, that could have caused a lot of damage and I don't think they would have risked it. Oh, so maybe when, um, when Florida re was reloading the pistol, he was loading it with tranquilizer darts. Exactly. Tranquilizer yeah. darts. Something like mm, that. That makes sense. Because clearly Church does have, like, he becomes conscious and unconscious like a human does when he's in the body, so. Uh-huh. With the exception of some, like, electronic fritzing as he opens his eyes. Yeah. That would make sense. I was, I was worried because, like, uh, while it was a really creepy, intense scene, I was, it, they, they had said earlier that they didn't know how serious injury or death would affect the AI host relationship. And I was like, Florida, what are you doing? You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna inflict serious injury or death upon Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't think that is really something he's as concerned as he says he is about. No, I was gonna yeah, say, I don't yeah. think he really gives a fuck. Like, I don't think that's <laughs> on his radar in the slightest bit. And, and also, I'm sort of wondering, like, if Church had correctly remembered, why would that have been something to shoot him over? I mean, it wasn't really Church that was the problem, though. They, I don't think that he was going to shoot him if Church remembered anything. I think he was going to shoot him if the Jimmy personality was the one that woke up. They didn't know how the integration was going to go. So if this guy wakes up and is like, oh my god, you drilled shit into my skull, then, uh, then, yeah. then we yeah. have to put him down. Yeah, oh, so, so Tex was fighting someone, and if Church had said, instead of um, Tex was fighting Carolina or Tex was fighting the meta, he had said Tex was fighting me. She was drilling holes into my head, and it was, no, it was you. You did it. You did this to me. Oh! It would have been bang, bang, back to square one. <laughs> It would not have ended well, that's for sure. Maybe that's what happened to Mikey. Mickey? That, that's like... That's Mickey. He, he, he woke up and he just started... He, was, he, he just, just started, started screaming. screaming. Literally, bloody murder, bloody, bloody murder. murder. And then, and then um, Flowers shot him. I have a really horrifying thought. What if Mickey was a freelancer who was in charge of guarding the Alpha and had some lesser AI and the meta found him while hunting for the Alpha, and somehow did not get the Alpha, but killed Mickey. And Mickey was told by Florida that if something happens, he has to yell bloody murder. Oh, <laughs> it's a code word that's not very well disguised. No, it's really not. That seems like a code word Florida would come up with. It is, it does. <laughs> it's, it's about as impolite as he's willing to get. Yeah, exactly. Look, Florida is as over-the-top evil as it gets now. I'm enjoying it for all it's worth. <laughs> oh no, I love He's it. He's even monologuing. But another thing that I thought of was that even if these were real bullets and he did really shoot and really kill Jimmy, there were still a, a, a couple of days or a couple of episodes long enough for the body to start smelling. So a couple of days between Jimmy's body dying and Church coming back as a ghost. So maybe Flowers was expecting Church would be incapacitated in a now not functioning meat puppet. Oh God, that's um, while he dragged him, while he dragged his corpse back to base and tried again. Oh my God. I mean, I think they're probably the number one worry is what they actually got with Wash, which is that 
Jimmy wakes up with the alpha's memory <laughs> and goes on a rampage. But that's not, I, I don't think that's even possible though because Epsilon is alpha's memory. So like really what yeah. else can there be left? They didn't seem to know so that though. The director sounds surprised when Wash says that, you know, he knows the codes and everything. At the same time, the only thing Church really seems to remember is Tex, which I don't blame him because like mm. after he ejects Epsilon, she's the only one who comes to visit him. So if that's mm. All he, he remembers, he remembers that she was fighting someone, doesn't really remember why or who. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just really sad, though, because, like, a lot of the memories Church had of Tex were just really weirdly out of place, and now we know why. Yeah. Yeah, like, Jimmy had a girl back home who he was gonna get married to. Church had a girl back home who he was gonna get married to. Yeah, or, like, the, uh, the girl who stole all the wallets and, like... Pantsed him in high school. Yeah. And it's really... Maybe like, that was Jimmy's girlfriend and Especially not because Allison met Church in basic. Mm-hmm. That couldn't have been Allison. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait, when did he say that Allison met Church in basic? Like... Sorry, my brain. Oh, it's in the books. Oh, yeah, it it does say that in the books now. Okay. Yeah, they have a story about it in the book. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) I, I think or at least yeah. they were in the army, yeah. It's it's a really yeah. interesting thing to do because it does kind of bring up the whole question of how much of Tex is Tex and how much is just the perception of, of who Allison was and completely inaccurate. Oh, I wow. think it's a lot of like uh, another level of, of it's, who the hell is it's she? another level of that whole story of trying to correctly remember Tex and trying to get Allison right. And Church maybe maybe the reason Church was never really able to bring her back was because he didn't even properly remember who Tex was. And that, that goes for Al- that goes for Epsilon as well, who really only learned secondhand who Tex was. So this is something that I was thinking about, is that Leonard Church, clearly there's a disconnect between what he knows of Allison and who she actually was. And probably that has a lot to do with the fact that he can never really get over the fact that she died and that if she was a Spartan, then he would never actually know know how it happened. They would just tell him that she was missing in action. Like, they don't even say that a Spartan has been killed. She's not a Spartan, though. Was she? I don't know. I don't remember which... I think she was part of some, like, special ops, though. Like, I I do... I I get the feeling, yeah, but not a Spartan. Spartans were chosen as kids, and they are incapable of conceiving. Yeah, well, it depends on the Spartan program, but, like, I do get the impression that the director never really learned how she died. He just... He knew that missing in action was code for death. Yeah. And that was part of the reason he wasn't able to get closure yeah. on it. Yeah, but there's there's um, this whole part of her life that he was never actually part of. And mm-hmm. there's a whole aspect of her that he's missing. And that's, you know, he's obsessed with getting her right. Like, he never really mm-hmm. knew her in the first place. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. What, what I was going to say. It makes me question how much he even knew her. Because based on what we know about Tex's personality, which, again, is based on a memory, so it's really iffy. But she doesn't let people in. She doesn't like... Mm-hmm anybody to know anything about her so what would have made church so special and so distinctive that he would have known things about her that other people didn't like that just doesn't ring as plausible to me for who she is as a person so bringing this back to the sort of to the original topic we've considered the possibility of whether or not jimmy coming back is what flowers was preparing for or alpha remembering his torture but um maybe it too was that flowers was just supposed to eliminate alpha if alpha remembered anything about the project at all alpha it was deemed an acceptable loss 
Um, Shit. Like, <laughs> it, it was it was like, all right, well, we'll try to keep him. We'll try to keep him hidden away and let him live out some semblance of a life if he can. But if he remembers who Tex is, if he remembers Carolina, if he remembers the project. The other thing is that maybe they were going to try and keep the Alpha alive to try and rein the meta into control. The meta was out of control. For all intents and purposes, that was the scariest thing out there for the projects. And at the same time, if it could be harnessed as a tool, could you imagine what they could do with the meta? Like, for real. So they were cr trying to keep the alpha hidden and safe from the meta. Destroying the alpha would just, like... They'd lose their leverage. Yeah. yeah. What does Griff finally do to destroy Sarge's good opinion of him? So it, it, it was quite a tragedy when it happened. Um, you know, <laughs> all, all Sarge wanted to do was, was to go back to his room after a hard day of being Red Leader. Um, only to find <laughs> that his his locked safe containing like hand rolled tr chocolate truffles had been raided, oh. and the evidence was oh. all over Griff's face. Oh, oh no! What I was thinking was sort of not really exactly what had led to Griff finally falling out of Sarge's good graces, but like with this whole dynamic. I can see how Simmons went from somebody who, you know, wants to please a superior to like the absolutely completely fawning sycophant that he is in like, <laughs> because, because like, you know, it's his commanding officer. He wants approval from his commanding officer and Griff for some reason continually is able to make him look bad and Sarge doesn't trust Simmons for even like basic things, you know, until Griff falls out of his good graces. So I imagine Simmons just trying to become more and more fawning until uh, at some point Sarge catches Griff doing something like selling all of their ammo to blue team. <laughs> and after that, he doesn't trust Griff, but he still doesn't trust Simmons because he doesn't move his thought process backward to realize Griff was lying about all those things earlier. And so now Simmons needs to remain just this enormous brown noser in order to get the approval from Sarge that he wants. So suddenly everything, everything is coming together with how Red Team Dynamic became the way the Red Team Dynamic is. Yeah. And it all started with Griff wanting an extra ration. <laughs> what if though, like, what if Griff doesn't actually do anything to destroy Sarge's good opinion of him, but one day Sarge wants to do target practice and Simmons volunteers Griff and Sarge just realizes how much he fucking enjoys it. <laughs> what if there's no actual incident that causes He's like, sorry, son, you're just such a just compelling target. That it's so much more fun to try and kill Griff than it is to approve of him. And that's how Griffball is born. Yeah. The one time Simmons gets a lie through successfully, it's, oh, yeah, Griff, you know, Griff, the, uh, the soldier that you like so much, who is so good at his job, well, he just volunteered to be target for your target practice. Forever. <laughs> and, so, and Sarge is like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> and he's... My Sarge impressions just keep getting worse. Um, <laughs> and, and, um, yeah, and, and thus Griffball was born. I was tempted just to just do the, the one line at the end of season four, beginning of season five, when they go back to the Blood Gulch, and, and all Griff says is, No! <laughs>
Thanks go out to Ilana, Nereal, Cherby, Zalia, Sunday, and Daft Prodigy. Produced by Sam, Daft Prodigy, Brain Zero, and Nereal. Visit the Shizno on Tumblr at shizno.tumblr.com. S H I Z N O dot Tumblr dot com. The Shizno. We are now recruiting test subjects named James for experiments with our resident announcer. We promise no bodies will be harmed permanently. Omega is the angriest grape. This is this is canon fact. Gamma, Gamma is blue raspberry because blue raspberry is a lie. Show me a blue raspberry, okay? There's no such thing. I maintain that Theta would be some kind of tropical flavor, like maybe passion fruit. Oh yeah, like Delta's lime, obviously. And Ada and Iota would be the tropical punch thing where it's like, you never really know what flavor it is because it's like three flavors. Sigma would be cinnamon or like cherry flavor. I don't know, he's not red enough for cherry flavor. Oh wow, I held that a long time. That was like 146 so late. Oh wow. I'm proud of myself. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.